0: friends. Are you feeling frustrated or stuck in the student-to-professional transition? Looking for early career growth or dreaming of the next step in your journey to greatness? I'm Jody Lynch-Findley, your thriving equine professional, podcaster, speaker, and coach. Inside this podcast, you will gain clarity through tactical advice to better understand yourself and others. You will build confidence to boldly pursue your dreams on purpose. And you will grow your community, uncovering tools to cultivate an intentional community supporting your journey. So let's dig in. If you are ready to thrive, get the ponies fed. Fill those water buckets, grab your journal, and let's grow, girl. I'm here to help you thrive, to live inspired, fulfilled, and empowered. Welcome to episode two, my friends, of the Thriving Equine Professional. I hope you're ready to dig in today because we have five steps you to grow a confident mindset. So we are talking about going from campus to career or from early career into your next step toward your dream job, the transition and growth with confidence in the equine industry. So on episode one, I hope you've listened to all things clarity, but I did mention that for those of you who are willing to go over to iTunes and leave me a rating or review that I will be doing a few random drawings for prizes. So today I want to read you a review that we got from Madison. Madison writes, Jody, I'm sure you don't remember me, but I was a chemistry student working at Haggard when you called on them. We grabbed lunch and you told me about sales, to which I went on to take a job in the Midwest, where I'm from, with MWI. Come full circle and I am back in Lexington working for them now. I started looking into sales because of you and can attribute where I am today because of your kindness and guiding words. I wanted to reach out to share this full circle moment and connect again. I hope you are well, and I'm thrilled to hear you have started a business to help more girls in the same exact fashion. Please don't ever stop. Thank you for everything, Madison. No, Madison, thank you. That... Couldn't come at a better time to grow my confidence in exactly what I'm doing today. And that is here to support and encourage you to pursue a career in the equine industry, to live inspired, fulfilled, and empowered, and reach out and grow your clarity, your confidence, and your community. So ladies, today it's all about confidence. And first and foremost, that I always remind myself that confidence is truly mindset over skill set. It has so little to do with your skill set. There are some of us that are less confident as others are. And then there are some of us who I read recently in an article, my personality exudes confidence, but that doesn't mean I'm confident. And I think that we can have different levels of confidence across different areas of our life. You are probably less confident in your first role in the industry, then you are five years down the road to do a similar job or grow on the career ladder where you are. So let's talk about and unpack confidence today. And I want to give you five practices for you to focus on growing your confidence and building your confidence. When we look at what confidence is, I think it translates very simple to the word trust. So confidence is trust. Is it trust in yourself? Is it trust in someone else? What is it that you are looking to believe and trust in? as it relates to your skills, your abilities, your experiences, and how can you continue to build those things to grow your confidence? So when we focus on all that we are and getting better at what we are and who we are, rather than focusing on what it is we are lacking, that's really step number one. So let's focus on who you are and who you are and what you do well. So as we look at confidence, I can remember this standout experience of getting hired into my last industry role. I mentioned on episode one, I was not necessarily qualified for the job. So if you looked at the job description and you looked at my resume, there were certainly some gaps in lining up those skill sets. And so what did that mean? Well, that meant that I really had to ask myself if I was truly able to be qualified. So if I went into that interview, if I were to earn an interview would I be wasting their time or was that a role I could confidently grow into with the skills that I already had? So as I prepared for the interview, that was really my focus was what were the skills and abilities that I had? So I challenge you to consider What are the skills and abilities that you do have? And are you able to confidently share them on paper and in person? So when we look to grow our confidence, we want to make sure that we are listening to our gut and trusting it. My gut said, Jody, this might be the perfect role for you. You've got some experience that does apply, but this would be a brand new opportunity that would really challenge you. And my gut said, it's time to do the hard thing. One of my favorite questions to ask is when is the last time you did something for the first time? When's the last someth- Last time that you did something for the first time? I think that can really challenge the way that we think, and it can challenge us to trust our gut. If your gut says, I am interested in learning more, I am interested in putting in the work, then let's do it. Let's build a little bit of confidence, have the courage to chase something that we believe we could bring to the table and also we could grow in. So that's step number one, listen to your gut. Trust your gut. That's the first step that we have to take in building our own confidence. And then number two, what about doing hard things? When's the last time you did something that made you really uncomfortable? Growing in our career, growing ourselves. I mentioned my favorite thing to do is become a better Jody. So how do we become a better Jody, or a better Madison or a better Rachel? Whoever you are, don't get stuck in comparisonitis. So that's our enemy, comparisonitis. And it's really hard to do today, right? We've got social media and we've got television and we've got all these things that are telling us who we need to be, who we're supposed to be, and what we need to have, what we need to own, how much money we need to make, where we need to be, what we need to do. Stop the madness and really get back to focusing on who you are. So let's do the hard things and get uncomfortable. We're going to apply to that job. We've trusted our gut and we are going to work tirelessly to prepare ourselves for That interview. And so I spent three solid days studying. There was not a website page that I had not uncovered and written notes on. There was not a person on LinkedIn that I felt like I had not reached out to to connect with. Personal connections that I had that had five or six degrees of separation from other people who were part of this company And so I was doing the hard things. I had a notebook full of interview questions that I was answering and I was reminding myself of the experiences that I had had in my career up to this point in time as a student, what my student experiences were that might apply to these situational questions that I know are going to be asked in an interview for a role like this, right? So, do the hard things, prepare, and get uncomfortable. Know that you are now outside of your comfort zone. And when we do hard things outside of our comfort zone, we are building our confidence mindset. So, at that point, it is mindset over skill set. And if we have that mindset where we are willing and able to learn the skills and we are bringing our prior experiences to share, then we are growing a confident mindset over our existing skill set, knowing we're able then to grow our skill set moving forward. Okay. So number one was listen to your gut and trust it. Number two, do the hard things, get uncomfortable And number three, we want to grow on purpose. So I'll ask you that question. Are you growing on purpose? Are you writing the goals and priorities down that you have to achieve the life that you are designing in your head? And so growing on purpose means that I want you to make promises to yourself and then keep them. So keep the promises you make to yourself. You're dreaming that you want to do this. I want to achieve this role as an equine specialist with this company. So I want you to write down the steps that it would take you to do that. Ladies, this might take a month. It might take three years. Whatever that goal is, write it down. Now, some of these goals can change and you may decide a year down the road that something else came up. But if we are not trusting our gut, doing the hard things and growing on purpose, we are not going to achieve any of the goals that we've set for ourselves. Right. So growing on purpose, purpose is making promises to yourself and then keeping them. Number four Ask for what you want. That sounds really simple. And for some of you that want to pursue sales, I will say, put a big star, highlight this when you write it in your journal, draw a circle around it, because you will spend the entirety of a sales career asking for the sale. So this is your sale to yourself ask for what you want out of your career. You have decided to grow on purpose. You have written down your goals, the promises that you have, the priorities, and now you want to ask for what you want. So who are you going to ask and are you willing to work for it? So we want to ask for what we want. So what is that? You may not know. Many of us don't. I... have asked myself more times than not throughout my career, what do you want to be when you grow up next? What do I want to be when I grow up next? So obviously this is the beginning of a new journey for me when I decided I wanted to become a speaker, a podcaster, and a coach. And so that's a promise that I have set for myself over the last year, and here we are. I hope there are at least three of you listening to know that when I told myself I wanted to become a podcaster, here it goes. We are doing the darn thing. And so asking for what you want seems really simple and might be the very hardest thing. So I remember preparing for that interview, which... Again, was a courtesy interview and I had gotten the interview because of a connection. So more on that later, probably next episode. But I landed that interview, but then it was up to me to work for it, to do the hard things, be uncomfortable, and then ask for what I want and be willing to work for it. So I went into that interview with so much anxiety, so many nerves. I was a little over-enthusiastic. I remember as we got started and as I met the two interviewers when I walked into that room at the Marriott Griffin Gate in Lexington, Kentucky in 2013, and so when I went in and I was so practiced and I had to remind myself, Jody, you have to take a breath. You you need to just slow down and take a breath and don't forget to practice the pause. All right. So do the hard things and asking for for what I want. I made it through that interview. We got to the end of the interview, probably about two hours. And the opportunity for me to ask questions had come. And so the question that I asked was, we have been through this interview process. You have reviewed my qualifications. We've been over my resume. And I'd like to know if there are any concerns that you have about my ability to fulfill the responsibilities of this role. And then I just stopped talking. So that's really what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if you if there are any concerns about my ability to do this job because I want this job. And so they did offer me that opportunity to say, well, You don't have experience in this specific space. And so that is a concern. That then gave me the opportunity to ask for what I wanted. And what I wanted was a chance to do the job. And so I really got the opportunity to sell myself and to bring the experiences in a summary of what I did bring to the table and then really be able to discuss and give examples of my work ethic And my willingness to work to achieve the responsibilities of the job that I was not yet qualified for. Okay, so I may not have had the exact experience, but what I did have was sales experience and enthusiasm and the ability and willingness to say, I am here for the hard work and I was able to bring that all together in order to ask for what I wanted. I wanted the job. Okay. So that to me is just the most important thing. We have laughed about that interview since then because spoiler alert, I did go on to achieve that job and spent 10 years with a tremendous company being able to do some amazing things and meet tremendous people and have just experiences of a lifetime. So it truly was a dream job that I landed. And so that was being willing to work for it. And it wasn't easy to prep for the interview. It wasn't easy to... Even do that job, the first year especially, was just extremely challenging. So I had so much to learn in so many different aspects. But again, I was willing to work for it. So we went through number one, trusting our gut. Number two, doing hard things and getting uncomfortable. Number three was growing on purpose. Make those promises to yourself and keep them. Number four, ask for what you want and then be willing to work for it. And finally, number five, I told you I would give you five steps towards growing our confidence mindset. Number five is to prioritize and visualize who you are becoming and where you are going. So I think that this is so important. And I I wish that I could do more, had done more of this early on in my career, but as I've gone through some different roles and responsibilities and professional development, I have really come to understand the importance of painting a picture of myself and my life and what I want that to look like. And then I get to the point where I share that with the people that are in my trusted circle, my trusted advisors, and those people that are so close to me. And And they need to help breathe confidence and life into my dreams. So who am I becoming and where am I going? I really kind of looked around a year ago and said, who am I? And is this where I want to be? And I knew that I had a little bit of a dream that was coming to my soul to say, I'm ready to go do something different. I want to help young women who want to pursue careers in equine and agriculture. And that dream is on my heart. And it has been in my mind and just in my soul. And I wanted to breathe life into that. So I started to Move through the process of prioritizing what in my life was going to get me to the next version of Jody that I am becoming. And where am I going? And when I say where, that really means a lot of things. It can mean geography. Where do you want to live visualize it, prioritize it. Because as you've heard a little bit of my story, I've gone from Maryland to Kentucky, to Kansas back to Maryland, Maryland to Kentucky, Kentucky back to Maryland. There's a few moves that have been made. I do love having professional and personal connections in many places, I love now the flexibility of being able to move around. And so that was important as I looked at where I was going next. And then who am I becoming? I want to help more people with the experiences that I have had and with the connections that I have built. I really want to tell the stories of my heroes and all the people that have held out a hand, given me a leg up in this journey of my career. And I want you all to hear from them and build the same kind of clarity and confidence and community that will allow you to have as rewarding as a career as I continue to have in and around the equine industry. So again, I think that prioritizing and visualizing, whether you want to call that dreaming, and if you do, that's great. You call it dreaming and then doing. So we want to make sure that we're really putting some emphasis on who we intend to become, What? are the important aspects of who I am becoming personally and professionally. And so we dream it and we do it and we do it well. And we just continue to focus on doing it as well as we possibly can. And that part, my friends, is is really the destination, is that each of those days put together of continually focusing on our best self, is how we earn this thriving career in the equine industry. It is how we build a confidence mindset and how we overcome comparisonitis. And that, to me, is really the goal, is a thriving life, right? So life, living inspired, fulfilled, and empowered. Because we are really focused on clarity and confidence and community. So with that, my friends, the five steps on building your confidence mindset, jot them down, remember them, practice them and journal over them. Listen to your gut, number one. Trust your gut. Number two, do the hard things. Get uncomfortable. When is the last time you did something for the first time? Number three, growing on purpose. Make promises to yourself and keep them. Consider who you are, understand yourself, understand others, and how you can continue to become more effective. So grow on purpose is number three. Number four, ask for what you want. Not only ask for what you want, but then be willing to work for it. Be willing to put the sweat, the blood, the tears, what I call grit into it and go get what you want. And number five, prioritize and visualize who you are becoming and where you're going. I want to know who you are are going to be a year from now, and then you start putting the steps in to get there to that person. All right, my friends, that is a wrap on episode number two of the Thriving Equine Professional. I have a couple things that I need you to do for us and for you And number one, I want you to go celebrate life. I think that we're missing a little celebration in our life these days. So my number one ask for you is to celebrate life. That's my favorite hashtag when it comes to the pictures that I post on social. So come on over and connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn or Insta. And it's all under Jody Speaks Life or Jody Lynch Findlay. And share with me how you are celebrating life. Friends, number two is LinkedIn. Please connect with me there. Let's grow this thriving equine professional community. I've created a brand new group in LinkedIn and we are all going to help one another grow its industry and connect with other like-minded, fabulous leaders. And number three, I am going to kick off a small group empowerment workshop on Thursday, June 1st. So if you are interested in investing in yourself and taking step number one on professional development, then please head on over to my website, lifecom and let me know that you are interested in joining that small group Thriving Equine Professional Empowerment Workshop. We're gonna do a virtual Zoom for sessions beginning Thursday evening, June 1st. So again, head over to my website. And last but not least, it would absolutely make my day if you could pop over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review after listening to this episode. It is so important for these early episodes. So please go leave me a rating and a review and I will continue reading those on future episodes. And I will be drawing for prizes that I can get sent out to those of you who are willing to do that. Friends, I will see you on episode three. Thanks for listening. Friend. I hope this episode inspired and empowered you to keep growing. If so, first, I want you to go share it with a friend. Second, I would be so grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review so I know you're here. And finally, come join me in our private LinkedIn group, The Thriving Equine Professional, as we build this community of equine leaders.